Hello and welcome back to Eye Care Outreach, Moving Through Podcast Series. Thank you for joining us this year. And once again, you'll hear from Pastor Rob Turner, educator and founder of Eye Care Outreach, located in downtown Bridgeport, Connecticut. His podcast series focuses on life building, Christ-centered support to consider God's distinctive fingerprint of how our actions and your actions can add value in this world through the restorative work of Christ Jesus. Today, you'll hear Pastor Rob share how a cosmic scene of trouble and darkness ends in angelic tones of mercy and of blessing. How great things come from small beginnings and how strange are God's ways of working out his plans. Hello, I'm Robert Turner. Our journey through life intersects in real-time news. As we transition, we can be presented with good news that brings a fresh opportunity of focus and purpose for our lives. Good news can give us a whole new resolve of a right now hope and joy. The good news found in Luke chapter 2 verses 8 to 20 gives us a story that is eternal, real-time news of the favor of God to all people. In receiving this good news, we can enter the significance of God's fingerprint providence encircling our lives. Luke chapter 2 informs us of a night that as some shepherds in fields outside a village in the region of Bethlehem were guarding their flocks, suddenly an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord surrounded them. They were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. The time had come, real-time news, a bold proclamation of the gospel at the very hour of Jesus' birth. These shepherds, were alarmed and startled. Their adrenaline was rushing, and possibly feelings of anxiety, dismay, or confusion came over them. These shepherds had never saw such a night as that night when the angel of the Lord came. And it was not just the angel that terrified them, but the visible manifestation of the glory of God. This cosmic scene of trouble and darkness ends in angelic tones of mercy and of blessing. In verse 11, the angel goes on to say, For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That very day in Bethlehem, a baby had been born. This baby was the Savior expressed in his name, Jesus, who is Christ the Lord, the anointed of God, the Messiah of Israel. He is the Lord, God made in the flesh, manifested in the flesh. You know, 
Joy often follows fear. We can learn from this entire experience that a scene may open in darkness and fright could end in great joy and peace. Good news with great joy. You hear in verse 12, the angel of the Lord goes on to tell the shepherds how to recognize him. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The angels had just announced that this baby is the Lord and now to describe him wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger? I don't think the shepherds had ever imagined the Lord wrapped in cloths in an unlikely place, lying in a manger. The creator and sustainer of the universe entering human history, not as a conquering military or governmental hero, but as a small baby? Wow. And now I'm thinking of how great things come from small beginnings. The baby is in a manger, a feeding trough for animals, not as a king on his throne, the young prince in the palace, or the commander at the head of his armies. How strange are God's ways of working out his plans? It is not by might nor by power that his agencies accomplish their vast work. The least things are the greatest in his providence. I'm thinking of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 27 to 29. Good news of great joy continues. You see, in that Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, it reads, Suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. The holy angels rejoiced at the birth of Christ because it gave them occasion to testify their deepest humility and subjection. They celebrate the glory of God's justice in sending his son made of a woman and made under the law to suffer for us that had sinned against the law because that justice would not receive man into favor without perfect satisfaction. The angel who led the band of angels and first appear had spoken of joy, only joy, great joy, a joy prophetic still which shall be to all people. But the multitude of the angelic hosts carried this note higher and gave no limit of time. And they did not say joy, but peace, peace on earth. Could it be that to an angel's mind, peace is above joy? Or... Was it that they thought and knew that peace is what our world most wanted? It is human peace, the angels sang. Peace on earth. What is the peace of man? First, there must be peace with God. Peace makes peace. 
peace with God in the soul makes peace in the soul. And peace in the soul makes peace with the world. This good news with great joy that the first angel brought to the shepherds has now been followed with a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men. Real time news of the favor of God to all people. Peace on earth to all whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, verse 15, the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds, verses 15 to 17. The shepherds were wondering in their minds on this good news of joy and peace on earth. Their minds were not just wondering and dazing on what the angel was saying Today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ our Lord. Or are they just listening to the angelic song? But they quickly journeyed in expectation and obedience to see him who is born their Savior. They moved through in faith, not just receiving good news. The shepherds were responding to what they had heard. They glorified God for that which they had not seen yet. Immediate faith and obedience lift the humblest to share in the work of the angels of God. There are many who, hearing these things, regard them only with fruitless wonder. Verse 18 informs us, and all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. And then verses 18 and 19, but Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. Good news of great joy. There has been for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. In their journey to Bethlehem, the shepherds give us a pattern for imitation of life. They seek the child in the stable and the manger. They spread the news everywhere. And they praise God with thankful joy. God gives us information to move us into action. As soon as the shepherds were informed of the Savior's birth, immediately they said, let us go and see him. The day after Christ's birth was a new day in our world's history. The old era had passed. The new had begun. And only the angels knew what a revolution in real time by the power of God. 
the miracle of the Lord's presence on earth, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That song, glory to God in the highest, which a few shepherds heard, has sung itself into the thought of the world. It is the keynote of harmony of all peace and goodwill on earth. Good news of great joy in a very troubled world. An opportunity to be present carriers of the significance of God's fingerprint providence with his real-time joy and peace. Well, we can learn from the shepherds that a scene that opened in darkness and fright ended with expectancy, obedience, great joy, and gladness. Good news of great joy and peace for the world, mind, heart, and soul. The blessing of Christ Jesus. You know, Catherine J. Walden, in Dare to Call Him Friend, is a quote. She says, we celebrate the good news that he is near, that he cares for us, and that he transforms lives. His presence was the greatest present God gave mankind. May we be present carriers of that presence. Let us pray. God is with us. Lord, oh Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your unsurpassedness, richness of love that you send your, sent your only begotten Son. You sent a Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the blessing of joy and peace of his coming into this world and living on this world, dwelling amongst us. And Lord, we thank you for, Lord Jesus, your, your greatest sacrifice of bearing our sins on the cross, dying on that cross for our sake and rising from that grave. We thank you, Lord, for the greatest gift, and we celebrate that you are near and that you care for us. And by your life, we are transformed by the working of your spirit in and through us. Your presence is the greatest present that you can give any of us in any moment, in any day. We thank you, Lord. May we be present carriers of your presence. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.